your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's been a long day. Grab a cold drink and step into the man cave. Your hosts, Ray Austin and J.D. Harris, are getting the discussion together, so it's sure to be an exciting hour of fun and talk. We want to hear from you, too, so get ready to speak your mind. We don't judge here. Now your hosts of The Man Cave, J.D. Harris and Ray Austin. Yo, 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 yo. Ray Ski, what's happening, my man? What's up, man? What's, what's, uh, what's, what's happening with you today? Man, I mean... I'm still catching up from last week. You know, for those of you guys didn't follow, Ray was actually in town in the studio with Junior and myself and went out into the desert, shot a couple in the air, got on a four-wheeler, stuffed our face. Ray got fried chicken permeating from his skin. Man, I'm going to tell you, I had, a, I had a blast, dude. It was, uh, for you guys that don't know, this is my... Uh, birthday week. I turned 40, the big four zero on Sunday. And my wonderful wife and my good friends, they all surprised me and came up and we had a, just had a blast this weekend. Junior Spivey and his wife, we got to hang out and they, these guys treated me like a king for the week. So I had a, I had a great time, bro. I, I mean, everybody, we're all full of giggles and food and <laughs> coma. Man. <laughs> We, we we got it in, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. It, it, it never disappoints uh, when Junior's around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's some things that we can we'll just keep off of here, but yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so tell me what's going on in the shy when you got uh, back. Oh, uh, uh, man, you do not want to be here right now. This is the most frustrating time right now. This is where... You wait for something so long and then you get it and then you're like, what the hell? I mean, everybody is in such a just such a bad mood, man, you know, with, with everything that's going on with the Bears. So when I left Arizona, I actually, I told you I was going to go to the Monday Night Football game. And I go to the Bears game with some family and friends and all. And I tell you, man, to see it up front, you know, to see it on TV is different. But to see just the 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 way they they come out of the sta- the stadium and, the way they jog on the field, bro, it's pathetic, man. It's pathetic. Yeah, uh, one of my friends was at the game, and she posted pitch or a video of them uh, coming out of the tunnel, and I was just like, yeah, everybody's just waiting for it to end. It kind of had that appeal to it. It had, it's just, it's just, it's bad, man. It's a bad feeling right now. It's, it's cold. Ain't nobody, you know, we we ain't got nothing to hold on to right now, and you just see the frustration in everybody's eyes. It's so, so before we really get into that, because that's a part of the show we're going to talk about later, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about some other stuff that's going on in the NFL. Was what are you? What's what's popping your interest right now? Man, popping my interest. Well, actually, let's recap the games this week. 
Okay, you know, let's, let's go there. Let, I mean, let, let's leave the Bears last because that's okay. easy. Let's go. Um, well, I think Money Manziel turned into some change. I mean, he uh, <laughs> he stunk it up pretty damn bad. I mean, I kind of felt bad for him because it seemed like he didn't know what was going on. It was like he missed maybe two days of film work. <laughs> I mean, it, it was pretty bad. It was probably one of the worst, you know, debuts, man, to come out like that. And, and, you know, Cincinnati was playing to do his money sign. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it was just, I think, Two, it was a different stage. I think maybe if he'd gone into the season and stuff like that, maybe his debut would have been a little bit better. You know, I think he's one of those guys that you find typically with athletic quarterbacks where they try to fit into the scheme of what everyone else wants instead mm-hmm. of just doing what makes them them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you can tell it, it seemed that. You know, his old school play of the, you know, running around and making that, you know, making plays off of the gun and making these spectacular plays. That's, that just wouldn't happen. Cincinnati wasn't doing it. They wouldn't let that happen. Not at all. Hey, what about, uh, did you check out Dallas and Philly? Man, I'm going to tell you something. You know, I, I say this all the time. I'm never sold on the, the, the Cowboys. I still think they don't sniff it up. But, uh, man, I tell you, Romo made some plays, man. I'm going to tell you, Dez Bryant. Shows every week why he is and should be one of the top receivers in the league, man. I mean, I, I, I was thoroughly impressed by them. And then, you know, you got DeMarco Murray doing his thing. I mean, it's, it's, they, they got a three-headed monster. But, again, it's, it's the Cowboys, man. And, and then you already got DeMarco going through surgery this week with the finger or the thumb. And what do you call it? Call, do, you, do you call that karma? What do you, what, I don't know. You tell no, me. I, just call it, I just call it status quo. That's what happens to them. It, mm. I mean, it just comes around. Are you talking about, oh, what? Uh, his, his <laughs> Miss Suntan. Ray. You might have had that thumb up somewhere. Uh, anyway. So we are, we're not going to even go there. Next game, Seattle and San Francisco. Oh, man. I don't know how to feel good or bad because I, I really like San Francisco for, I, I, you know, I think I picked them for in the beginning of the year, and they just stinking it up, too. They need to just. Call it in as well, but man, see, I don't. They need to, or they already have. Oh, they already have. It's a wrap. I'm, it's, yeah. <laughs> when they burn, bro, when they burn burning garments around your stadium after the game, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. My thing is, besides the stuff with Harbaugh and stuff like that going into it, I think they've kind of went away from the things that they needed to do and oh, yeah. run the football and play good defense and solid special teams. You got one of the top, you got one of the top running backs, JD. You got Frank Gore behind you. I mean, it's a formula that works pretty well. And then you not only had him, you had depth. You had the rookie uh, from Ohio State, um, and then you just, you let Michael James go. Okay, and then I, I just feel like the one thing that they really didn't address in the off season uh, was the receiving core and. Uh, is Vernon Davis still playing football? Man, I was I was just about to say the same thing because if you look at some of the top teams right now, they have that they have that chemistry of the the, the leading quarterback, a great running back, and a, and a you know a receiver making plays. And I would say they almost had that, but I don't know what Vernon Davis is yet. Well, and, and here's the thing too: they don't have anyone that separates from defense as receiver. Like Anquan, he's going to make tough catches. But Anquan's not going to separate. He's not going to get. He's not going to get that three-yard burst away from guys and take off down the field. 
Crabtree is not going to do that either. He's yeah. going if he catches it, <laughs> then he's down. Uh, so Seattle, to me, uh, they are who they who I thought they were. I mean, you have Marshawn Lynch, you have solid defense, great pass rush. You don't really have to blitz, and then their defensive backs just tee off. And then when you know that uh, San Fran had to run, it was what it was. I mean, you know, you you got you you got you wonder why Seattle is playing so, such good ball like New England because they've got that you know that chemistry with that that running that that powerful powerful running uh, 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 game, and then you go straight to a quarterback that you know are going to make big plays. And then speaking of that, I mean, New England to me. I think is the number one team out there right now. I mean, they're playing the best football right now. Between them and Green Bay, between them I, and Green, I agree. And I even think, though Green Bay lost, but but uh, let, let's talk about it, New England, and then I'll go into. I mean, New England came out, Miami talked the stuff, and New England showed them why they run that division. I say, <laughs> I, I, I say it all the time, man. I, I'm really impressed by how Miami's been playing over the whole year, but. I mean, dog, it's, 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 it's New England. It's Grunk, man. Grunk gets crunk, man. He don't play. That's a grown man. And he's out there eating, eating safeties like for dinner, dog. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I mean, he's doing his thing. But then we're going to go into that Green Bay Buffalo game. And I will say this. Believe it or not, Junior picked Buffalo to win it. You know what? I was thinking. I was watching the game. I was like, you know what? Junior picked Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, but Buffalo, again, to me, Buffalo was like Miami and a couple of St. Louis where those teams, they're losing, but they're not losing. I mean, the, the score, the final score, but those, those teams are in the game the whole game, and they're very competitive. That's the right. word I'll use. They're very and, competitive. And, 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 and don't get me wrong, Aaron Rodgers made some. I mean, he, Aaron Rodgers should have had more picks than he had. Like, let's be real. Like the, some of the Buffalo Bills dropped two picks. Like that one would have been a, a pick six. You know that that screen route, right? Yeah. But don't let's not take nothing from the Bills. The Bills got a bomb ass defense. I mean, they can play. They got a defense that can swarm and run around and make plays. I think you know. I think, you know, Aaron played a little, you know, not his best game, probably his worst game for the season. But let's, let's not take anything from the Bills. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they got first round, a former first round, number one pick at DN, uh, and he was getting pressure. They can run the ball. And Kyle Orton is a guy that won't beat you. Yep. And, and that's with a running game, a good, a solid defense and some special teams. Yep. That, that's the formula for a Super Bowl Contending team. Agreed. Uh, and then uh, I checked out the Indian Houston game, and is the reason why they clinched their division ready rock and roll. <laughs> I mean, it, it, Indy is going to be solid in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, did, also, uh, did you check out the, any other games? But going 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 to that indie game that you're talking about, I think Indy's going to be that stepping stone for other teams to 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 to, to get you know another another you know uh, uh, game into the into the playoffs. I think they're a solid team. I don't think they're going to do much more going on. I don't think we. I think we've seen as as probably as strong as an Indianapolis Colts team that we're going to see for the rest of the season. But to me, I do. I think they're in the top of the elites. 
I, I, I can't really say that yet. No. I, I mean, I think it's so much parody in the NFL now. But uh, going into playoffs, you said that. So right now, who do you see coming out of the divisions? I mean, you you got you got to say it to the you know to the elites already. You know, you know New England, you know Denver Bron- you know the Denver Broncos, Seattle Seahawks. You know, you got those teams that are going to be sitting at the top of the you know top of the helm, and and, and you can't we can't knock out the cards yet. I still well, think. Well, let's stay in the AFC first. Let's okay. go. We have New England. We have Denver. Mm-hmm. We have Indy. Mm-hmm. Who else do you see coming from there? I, I mean, Baltimore maybe. Hmm. I mean, I mean that's, that's, again. That's you know we can. Uh, I, I think Baltimore has a really solid chance of going on. I think um, I know, there, there's. I haven't given up. I haven't given up yet on Miami. So let's just stop there. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about the NFC in a bit because you know it, 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 there's a lot of parity, and well, the NFC is the craziest division of them all. But uh, we'll talk at the break. And, uh, hey, I got to go get me a sandwich and all that stuff into my man cave. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Yes, the rhythm, the rebel, without a pause, I'm low in my level, the hard drama, where you never been, I'm in, you want styling, you know it's time again, D, the, the enemy, enemy. telling you to hear it, they play my music, just how they play my lyrics, some say no to my album, the uh, show, man, this song gets, I, I, made a year ago. I, I guess you know, you guess I'm just a radical, alright, alright, yes to make it critical, <laughs> all the part of your body, 
Welcome back to the cave. Chuck Dizzle be hitting hard. The rhythm, the rebel. Speaking about that's a rhythm. Let's talk about the NFC because the NFC is whole, uh, we got we got some with their playoff situation. So we know we have Arizona that's clinched. Uh, it could be Detroit or Green Bay. That's still kind of yeah. up for grabs. Then yeah. we have NFC East. It's kind of up for grabs between Philly and Dallas. And then we have the ter- terrible, terrible, just terrible NFC South. <laughs> uh, like, they're going to get in with a less than a 500 record. And pretty much anyone can win that. So, yeah, right. I'm, You want to win what you going what? 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 All right. <laughs> I, I, see, I see Detroit. I'm still going to go with Detroit, even though they have to win at Green Bay. I'm going to go with Detroit winning the NFC North. I'm going to go with. You have to go with Detroit. I'm going to go with Philly winning the East. And the NFC West will be determined this week between San Diego and Arizona. If Arizona pulls this off, man. I, man, but I think Seattle's going to win. To be honest, and I agree. I agree with every. I, I agree with every pick that you pick, and I think that this week is huge for Arizona. I mean, you got they got to pull this one out, man. They have to pull this one out. But I, I, I think that's too much to put on Lynn. They, I don't feel so comfortable in their running game on top of him at quarterback. <laughs> so then, what about NFC South? What, what, your, what is your thought? Well, give, give me your picks first. Give me your picks first. My goodness. I, I guess at this point in the South, I'm just going to go ahead and take New Orleans. I trust Drew Brees. You know, they don't really have a reason to stink as bad this year. They just do. But they still have their key components. They still have Graham. They still have their running back. They still have Breeze. Their defense is just yep. suspect. So I'm going to give it to New Orleans. I think I'm gonna have to go with the Cowboys over Philly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll, even with Murray out, I'm, 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 the, the reason I said even with Murray out because we don't know if Murray's out for sure. But here they haven't said for sure. They said he practiced today. But this, Murray, this, this, and this is a great. But think glad you brought this. that up because hold on, hold on. Think about this. Murray usually has a fumbling problem and has surgery on a thumb. On his left hand, on his left thumb, he's right-handed. So, not I, I get what you're saying, but if you think about the top, the the the, the top hand is, uh, it's is his. He can still hide that finger because if he's taking that that, that carry with it with his hands in and he's right-handed, that means his right hand is on the on the bottom of the ball. So he still got his grip. Everybody that was saying, well, he ain't gonna play. That's if he's going to the right. If he's going to the left, he's supposed to switch it. And his right hand is his, is his basically his stiff arm hand. I'm and worried. Ends up, and ends up becoming a thumb, and a big old thumb, and a big old club that he'd be able to use. He he's that type of player that a thumb is not going to stop him, bro. He okay. may not rush for 179 yards, but he's going to rush for 100 for sure. All right, so uh, I mean, we're there. So Super Bowl, are we seeing Seattle, New England? I say, see, not. I think Seattle, New England. I, I, I really thought, and you know, I'm not giving up on my man uh, Peyton. 
But it seemed I seen a lot of plays. This is the first time I saw Peyton play, and it seemed like he might be at that old man hump. You know what I'm saying? This is the first time I actually seen him. You know, like, you know, like four or five times in the game. I'm like, man, you know, is 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 this my is this the last go around we're gonna get with Peyton? I, I think it is, and I think that uh, you know, New England and Seattle is gonna be in the Super Bowl. Okay, and so who takes it, Seattle or New England? <laughs> I, I, the only reason I would say Seattle is because I think that that defense is so damn so damn good. It's just you know you know you're gonna get what you're gonna get with Marshawn Lynch. You know you're gonna get you know uh, 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 you know you know Wilson's gonna play. You know they're gonna make big plays that way with their feet. But it's that defense. It's just going. What they always say: offenses win championships or offenses win games. Defenses win championships, and they got the, the probably the best defense out there. I think. I'm going to go with New England winning it because mm. they can make Seattle one-dimensional. They can say, okay, Mark, hey, just make them run. Make them run, and you're not going to pass. And then we can score fast, and you're going to have to run. to You're going to have to take a lot of time to score. So I'm going to take New England. Okay. But All right, so let's go. Let's deal with. Uh, the current uh, dysfunctional teams in the NFL. We already know the obvious one. Uh, well, it's not. Let's go with. I don't know if you saw how Tim Couch and uh, what you call it, Bernie Kosar, is going in on the Browns. I did. I saw that. I mean, I mean, and, and being a former Brown employee, they couldn't have been more accurate than what they were. And why? Why do you say that? Cleveland has. Everything has been kind of a quick fix it deal situation. Never anything really establishing for the long term. Like when Tim Couch came in, you know, they never really went out and got wide receivers for him. I mean, they had some decent complimentary receivers, but they didn't go out. They didn't build a team around them. You had what I felt like it was people weren't on the same page. I didn't feel the coaching staff and the front office was on the same page. Then you get a different president in it. You get uh, Butch Davis in. And then Dwight and Butch Davis were there for a year together, and then Dwight was out. And then when Butch came over, he did his thing. Then Mike Holmgren came in. And so it's never been anything where they've worked through it. Like the Pittsburgh Steelers, they work through stuff. It's other teams that have shown, okay, we have down years, and we will make a commitment to build this thing. Mm-hmm. They're all, uh, basically, they have this saying in Europe about cathedrals. They're, it takes, usually it takes hundreds of years to build a cathedral because they're always working on it. Well, that's the Cleveland Browns. You never have a final product. You never mm-hmm. have uh, a coach and a quarterback that's working together, ride or die, mm-hmm. you know, really says Vinny Testaverde or Bernie Kozar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I- Think about how many coaches since 2000 that mm-hmm. has been – they've been in the league since 1999. They've had, what, five, six coaches? That's two a year. How many quarterbacks? Mm. And, you know, and it's so funny because they – that you know, you being uh, out there with Cleveland reminds me of being, you know, here with Chicago. And it's – people ask, like, you know, what is the, the next dysfunctional team and – if Chicago is not the most dysfunctional team right now, I don't know who is. I mean, they, they don't have an identity. 
They, you know, and someone asked me today, I was talking to uh, Neil, my lawyer, we're sitting having lunch. And I said, he said, what what do you think it is? And I said, well, the front office is so messed up that if you look at the coaches that we've had for the last few years, they're unconfrontational coaches. Meaning when you think back when the when the Bears were the Bears, the 85 Bears back then, they had who? They had a brand name, Mike Dicker. Mike Dicker was able and capable of branding himself outside of the Bears logo. And he was a very confrontational coach. He had very a lot of confrontations with the front office, with the actual organization itself. And I think that rubbed them the wrong way. And I think ever since then, they've always had these quiet, non-confrontational coaches. You think about Tressman. You think about, and I, and I coached with Lovey. And I know, you know, I've played underneath Lovey, so I know. And then you think about Jerron. I mean, you go all the way back, three coaches back, and you get the same type of guy. But I think Lovey and Jerron were two different situations. And, and here's my perspective on it. Both Lovey and Jerron, they let their wins, they let their team play for them and get in a position every time they're about to go out, like with Jerry Angelo, then Dick Jerron goes into the playoffs because the guys sold out for him. Then with Lovey, you know, even though Jerry Angelo brought him in, and then basically Lovey won despite front office help from him. And then he got extended. And I kept on telling people last year, everybody, we need a change. We need a change. And I was like, a change for what? I felt like Lovey was still fine. Mm -hmm. You know, that was the first year that he got what he needed, and that was a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He had been – I mean, the the key ingredient for the Bears up until that point, what was missing, was really stability at offensive coordinator and receivers. Uh, and, and I think if Lovey had been there and he was the coach, Cutler would have been gone. And, and, and a lot of that other, you know, nonsense that you have going on in the team wouldn't be happening. I mean, you know, you got your, your one of your coaches, you know, letting out inside, you know, conversations. You don't do that. That's, you know, that's the main, that's one of the main things you cannot do. I mean, Phil Emery, if you think about it as a GM, he has made two big, huge mistakes. He, 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 he gave a man that does not deserve $126 million. I mean, Come on. That's that's the first one. And then, to be honest, you put somebody like a Coach Tressman in front of a team that's, that's still growing and producing. That should have been sent down to to uh, uh, Lovey. I mean, that's that's what I look at. I mean, as a, as a GM, it just seems like he's making more and more bad decisions. Yeah, it, 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 but it, it's not just starting with the Bears or ending with the Bears. You have a team like San Francisco where, you know, you have the – the fight for power, per se, between Jim Harbaugh and uh, Balk. And it's tearing up the team, and they're saying that Harbaugh is wearing on the players. And it, it, it's like, you, so you another franchise that has a lot of dysfunction until Harbaugh got there. And now, two years removed from being in the Super Bowl, it's back to it. And then you have your former team, the NYJETS, Man, is everybody gone there? In your they, they, you have to, you have to clean shop, you know. And even see, the quarterback. I, I I absolutely agree, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because 
And this is to be the difference between the Bears, and I, I know we're going to go to break, but this is the difference between Bears and the Jets. The Bears run their 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 team like a mom and pop because they are a family owned organization. So they will probably hang on and try to work things out with 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 uh, Cutler and you know building the team, and probably even with Tresman. But with the with the with the Jets, they can go ahead, you know, clean shop now and start all over and get going. Yeah. Well. We got some stuff. I guess we'll talk about a little bit more in the third quarter because this stuff is uh, getting kind of spicy. So uh, thank you guys, and we'll see you in a bit. Well, in the man cave. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. It's time for a look at sports from behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. This show provides an inside focus on what goes on in the sports world that you don't hear about on most sports talk radio shows. There have been a lot of changes in the way sports on television is presented. This includes rules, looks, and attitudes. Pete Delonzo has a 30-year-plus Emmy Award-winning career working behind the scenes in sports coverage. Now you can get the real story behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Sports. It's time for a look at sports from behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. This show provides an inside focus on what goes on in the sports world that you don't hear about on most sports talk radio shows. There have been a lot of changes in the way sports on television is presented. This includes rules, looks, and attitudes. Pete Delonzo has a 30-year-plus Emmy Award-winning career working behind the scenes in sports coverage. Now you can get the real story behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144, 1-888-346-9144, or send an email to Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Thank you, Stanquisha. <laughs> All right, we're going to get back. We're going to get back and uh Hey, Jay, how, how, how do I sound? How do I sound? I sound better? You suck. Uh, all right, <laughs> so we're going to talk about uh, go go ahead and continue to talk about the Jets. We're, what were you saying, Ray, before we went into break? I, I was basically I was just basically saying that you know if you look at the the difference between the you know the, the New York Jets or I, I'll just use the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears and the New York Jets. These are corporate organizations. You know what I mean? They're they're ran a little differently. The Bears are a family owned business and one of the, one of the longest running you know family owned businesses in sports, and they run it like a mom and pop. You know they're still so entwined in it like so many of the family members are so entwined into the into the organization uh into the front office and i think that is a serious problem i think the difference between the situation with the jets is the bears have a they have a way that they'll 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 nurture this 
They'll work through this. They always do. And, and try to find what works. The Jets don't have to do that. They can just clean shop and start all over. And, and, yeah. that, and I think that's what they need to do. Yeah, and I, I think that the Bears are starting to realize that the way to do things is not the way that they used to. Uh, I saw a great article, and not wishing this on anyone or anything, but they were saying how Gary Fensick, maybe they were even going after Ted Phillips. I was like, whoa, and said maybe he, they should replace him with Gary Fensick because he's earned money outside of football mm. on top uh his background of doing sports uh analysts and stuff like that and how he would be a good fit for president. So they were just talking about from top to bottom. Um, I felt like, you know, you can't look and reflect like, okay, yeah, you should have kept McCowan and got a rookie quarterback and developed him. Uh, I felt like Cutler wasn't the answer, but McCowan wasn't either. But McCowan showed that this same system with the same people can function at a high capacity with by taking care of the ball. But you, and you said you didn't think McGowan was the answer? No, I, the long term, I felt like he was short term to develop. He was he understood his role. If it was a young guy underneath him, he was buying his time and he's gonna be fine. Where I felt Cutler was a little bit more sensitive. Like well, yeah. there's a lot more coddling that has to go on with him. Oh, definitely. I, I totally I man, I totally agree with that. I think that's and that's the thing that I think bothers everybody in, in, in Chicago, because it's like we see you looking pitiful and we hate it. I mean, how do you go to a uh uh, uh the, the, the after the, the, the get interviews after the game, only five reporters showed up and asked you three questions. Like, I have never seen something more pitiful. And then it's just the way he kind of walked off. I think it's just like People are frustrated, man. Like you're not, you don't. Are you putting in and giving in to this team like everybody wants you to, especially for 120, a 20 million dollars? Well, here's the thing: he's not even tradable. So he, do you keep him on the roster as a backup, and you just do what you have to do, and just know he's your backup because the money, the money is spent anyway. Or yeah. is he going to be a bad enough cancer where you ride it up? At least you know you have a, a backup quarterback. And that's one thing they haven't had as a number one, number two. It, it, you know what? It's sad to say this, and I hate to say it because we stuck with them. I mean, we're stuck with them. We're, we're literally stuck with them, and it's, there's nothing you can do. You, you have to play them. If I'm paying you that much money, I mean, we just, we, this, this season is a wash. We know that. But we got to go back into fundamentals, man, and start all over, bro. We can't. I can't let one hundred twenty-six million dollars. Well, you. Base. I mean, but, but but my thing is, you look back at what Green Bay did. I mean, or what Seattle did with Russell Wilson, and when they brought in Matt Flynn, they gave Matt Flynn not that not Jay Cutler type of money, but way more money than Russell Wilson. And the thing is, it's a you got to build competition, and that's where Jay Cutler. He actually, when McCown was there, he actually played better than when it was nobody behind him. I agree, but again, we haven't even seen you know Jimmy Clausen yet at all. So I wouldn't even. To me, that was just. I felt like he's not the. We know he's not the answer. 
Well, yeah, we don't. We know he's not the starter answer, but we don't know if he might be the backup in the future answer. I mean, you got the rest of these games are washed. You know, Detroit's a, lo- a loss, so why not put Jim, why, why not put him in now anyway? What's what's it going to hurt? I, I agree. I will put him in, but you better believe I am beating the bushes uh, for a quarterback next year, a rookie quarterback that I could develop because as you're going to take the hits anyway. So if you're going to take the hits. At least get a guy that's semi-functional or like, uh, and I, and I think this guy has a better upside than what they showed this year with Washington, but like a Kirk Cousins, somebody like that, that's solid, that's cheap, that's young, that mm-hmm. you, that has some game experience. And I don't think they're as bad as they are, but they're not costing you anything until you can find something in the draft. But that seems like the that seems like the Chicago Bears philosophy for the last ten years. I mean, think about how many quarterbacks the Chicago Bears have had since the nineties. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like starting quarterbacks. Yeah, but unless they can trade up and get Mariota or uh, from Oregon, I just don't see. And I know Winston is not going to be the answer for them with all that stuff. No, absolutely. So really, this is a very weak. Quarterback year, draft year. Agreed, and, and and free agent. What free? Agent? I mean, where are you gonna go? Go trade for RG three. Wait for Sam Bradford to see if he gets heels and gets cut. Kaepernick, if he's tradable. Hmm. I, I mean, and that's not a bad idea. But do I think he can go from the West Coast to the Midwest? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> And so, new tattoo arms would have sleeves on it so fast. But here's another uh, person on a on a hot seat uh, with GMs and dysfunction. Uh, you have what's going on in New England. I mean, uh, Atlanta. You know, they're saying does Thomas Dimitrioff go, or Mike Smith, or both, or just one? And they did a poll, and they basically everybody was a little bit more lenient on Mike Smith. They felt like he wasn't being given the talent. You think so? I mean, and, and but 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 this is this is you know this is Lovey's first year. There's there's a lot of you know. Controversy. No, I said Atlanta. He said, "Oh, I'm sorry, I man. I I I spit it out. I was thinking about something else." But um, no, I I agree. I think that you know you have to start at the top. You know, and um, if anybody's going to if 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 you're going to if you want to rebuild that team. It's got to start from the two guys that make the most big decisions. And I think the same thing with, with Chicago Bears. It's like they have to get – to me, those type of guys that are making those crucial decisions and they screw up that big so early, I, I think they just got to go. So what about New York Giants? What about them? I mean I – mean, They're struggling right now. Uh, you, have, you have the situation with – uh, okay, is Coughlin seeing the end of the road? Or, I mean, is Jerry Reese not getting the talent? Because right now the only person that's shining is Ray Beck, uh, the wide receiver. So, mm-hmm. I mean, do you, do you think that's an uh, organization in turmoil? I wouldn't necessarily say turmoil. I just think they have, you know, they definitely have some rebuilding to do. I mean, you know, they, they had a lot of defensive players that got, you know, that, that had left from free agency. I think, you know, they're still in that rebuilding stage too. I think I'm not, I'm not 
sold that Eli's done. I think that, you know, he's still got some bite in him. I just think that they just need to start a restructuring from from, from the top. So you're saying the GM has to go? I, I don't think every team needs to start at the GM. Sometimes Okay, so uh, I'm asking you, what does, do you think, what? Well, Coughlin's been, you know, Coughlin's been there for a while. I mean, it may, it may be a time of change for that. Two Super Bowl wins? Hey, they got rid of what? I remember when they got rid of Coach Foreman. He won a national championship two years ago, two years before. So, I mean, you, that was what you did for me down. What have you done for me lately? Is that, is that kind of type of story, you know? Yep, but is that always the right thing to do? But uh, going with that, uh, like we have about a minute left in this section, but Cutler and RG, well, Cutler and RG3, would you trade, cut both of them if you could? Is I would absolutely. I, I would. I would definitely trade Cutler if I had a chance. If somebody could take him, I would. I would get rid of him as soon as possible. He's RG, a, real RG, fast. RG3. RG3. No, I still would hang on. I still. Right. I would. All right. Well, we're gonna go into break and. Talk a little bit more football. Come back to the man cave. You won't be around next year. My rap scoops the beer, kicking my flavor in your head. Here comes the brand new flavor in your head. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. He's still out. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we... We cover everything. everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You won't be around next year. My rap scoops are big, kicking my flavor in your head. Here comes the brand new flavor in your head. Y'all hearing the flavor that's going on in the band, Kay? I'm kicking the flavor in your head. All right, all right, we're back in the man cave. We're at that time of the show where, Houston, we have a problem. All right, here's what you had a problem. Well, the problem I have since we've been on this Chicago Bear kick is the fan that was sitting in George McCaskey's seat, and then George McCaskey calls security to get the guy out. He leaves his area to get security. Then another fan jumps on jumps on the guy and beats up the guy because he shoved George McCaskey. Houston, we got a problem. <laughs> Everybody getting rowdy in the shot. All, oh all that list of 10,000 people, it was still some of us about it, about it. They oh was just kicking God. it. 
that's, that's ridiculous. Hey, Chirac, it goes all the way <laughs> on to the lake front. They don't play. It's soldier. It's called Soldier Field for a reason. Soldier. So even the even the owners got to prove they well and they hold their own spot, mark their territory in the shot. Houston, we have a problem. Oh man, that was a good one, dog. <laughs> I would, I, would, I would stay in Chicago. The reason I would stay in Chicago because this man has said one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Chris Conti. And I know everybody got <laughs> everybody got their own thing. They can say you got the right to the freedom of speech and say what you want to say. But sometimes just don't say so some stupid stuff. I mean, this dude says the NFL is worth a quick death. I mean, wait, wait. I'm sorry. What? And, and let me let me go back a little bit. I look. I knew when I played in the field. I knew I was going to break some legs, break an ankle, twist an ankle, tore ACL, rotator cuff, labrum, neck injury, all that. Did I think that taking shots to the head was going to give me a short, quick death? Man, hell no! Nah. I don't think anybody did. No one did. Houston, we got a problem. You go. You gonna put that, that? You know what that sounds like to me? That's like selling your soul to want something so much that you just do whatever. You don't care. Who does? Who says that? I, I love the NFL. Don't get me wrong. But I, if I was good at badminton, I'd be an all-American badminton player right now. That's what I was good at. That's what I did. But for me to say that I would want to die at fifty-five or sixty years old and give up, man, please, it ain't that serious. Well, Houston, we got a problem. We got a problem. And I got to say this about Chris Conti. I give him some leeway because the way he gets stiffed-armed and pledged, he, he, he has some early signs. That's the all that discussion he gets is when he gets mushed to the ground and his head hits the ground and then the cleat get on, the, on his helmet. That's the concussion that he receives. Man, we... Boy. What you say? You got to say it again, Ray. Boy, Houston, we got a problem, boy. I, I, I want you to go to – I can't wait for years from now for you to go to some alumni dinners and have to sit down with Chris Connie and be like, man, what in the heck? Who, what <laughs> made you say that? Who made you say that? Matter of fact, I, I don't know if you remember Robin Harris uh, when he used to do a stand-up and he talked about the pickle player. I want to know – who called Chris Conti a safety? Man, dude, <laughs> I, like, of course, I could not believe that he would say something like that. I mean, like, it's like the stupidest thing. Like, we've been talking about all that. You've seen uh, 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 fallen soldiers, you know, that guys that have gotten, you know, ALS and, 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 and have moved on, you know, to the upper room. And this is how you talk. Like, man, it's worth that to you. Man, it ain't nothing ain't worth that well, in my life. Well, speaking of the upper room and stuff, uh, and uh, before we start getting into the picks and stuff, there's a couple things, you know, because we're more than just football. But one of the TV shows, I don't know, uh, you know, as it's coming to an end, it, it came to an end last week. Mm-hmm. And it was emotional for me, was mm-hmm. Sons of Anarchy. Okay, see, you keep getting on that, and you and, you and Spivey went in on me that I haven't been watching Sons of Anarchy. So I don't know a lot about the show. But you done, y'all, done, y'all, done, y'all done baited me in. I'm going to go ahead, TiVo, and figure it all out. I mean, at Ray, sometimes you got to grow up and be a man and watch these type of things. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, we can't, play just, we can't play Xbox One the whole time. But uh, speaking of Xbox One, how do you like that? Since the holiday season's coming around and people asking me what I want for Christmas. I'm going to say it like this. I'm going to say three words. Don't do it. 
Don't why is it. that? Why is that, man? It's it. First of all, there ain't enough games out there for you to play unless you like to play a Madden and Call of Duty. There's like three, four more games out there you can play. You might as well stick with your Xbox because you got way more games. The, the Xbox connects for some of you people that play like you want to play around with your kids on the video games. The connect stuff, it sucks. Stay with your Xbox. I'm telling you, you're going to save yourself a lot of trouble and a lot of money. And I'm going to be honest with you, it updates. If you want to start Madden and some stuff happened last week, that it makes you wait for the update. You got to download it on your, man, I'm not going to do that. I want to get my fix in right now. Don't do it. Don't do well, it. I guess I'm going to have to add uh, some more uh, firepower to my uh, Christmas list instead of a video game. Uh, a nice AR-15 would do fine out here in the desert. That's so that's Next time the boys get out there, we go ahead and uh, shoot some in the air. Uh, so I guess now we got speaking of shooting off and firing off, we're going to talk a little bit about these picks. And w- am I supposed to be doing the tallying? Or I mean, I know as a few of us that's involved in this, I, I think we're going to have to put the responsibility on someone else because I'm not going to lie, I've been failing giving our fans the tally. So this week uh, through Facebook, I'm going to update. Uh, What's going on? Where we are with our picks and stuff like that? Since uh, we we might have to call Big John in on this one. John, if you out there, holler at us. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, John. I think everybody, if you don't know John, he uh, uh keeps our social media stuff going and keeps you all informed. And John, I think, used to work for the CIA, FBI. Or all I of think them. he's a superhero. It's one or the other because I don't know if he really truly lives on this planet. So we got to figure that out. We still we we looking for him. We we ain't got no. We just know that he's out there. He's, he's kind of like Bigfoot. Now, yeah, there you go. <laughs> You've heard stuff about him, but you don't see him or the Loch Ness monster. But John <laughs> really does exist. All right, so we're gonna go today. We're gonna get our picks. Jackson Thursday night game, Jacksonville, Tennessee. Ugh, man, I. I'm going to go with the Titans, man. I've got the Titans, too. Uh, Bortles is on a men. Philly and Washington. I'm going to go with Eagles, man. I'm going with Motown Philly, too. Uh, San Diego and San Francisco. Here's my trip up right here, the 49ers. Dude, we're at the same place. I I feel they're a more physical team than San Diego. Minnesota at Miami. I, 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 even though Miami's had some hard, tough losses in the last ones, I, I go with the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going with Mia. Missing yep. in action, but they'll be back. All yep. right, uh, Baltimore versus Houston. Going, going, going with the Texans. I'm going with Baltimore. Okay. Uh, Rashawn Melvin, Waukegan, young man that participated in my camp. Got to give him some love. Detroit and Chicago. Jeez, really? Lions. Ooh. Hey, the Bears are already... The Bears are already losing, and we ain't even. All right, we got two minutes. We got two minutes, and we never thought this day in our life we'd say that. Cleveland and Carolina. I'll go with Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland. Cleveland. All right, Atlanta versus New Orleans. I'm going New Orleans. New Orleans Saints. Yep. All right, Green Bay, Tampa Bay. The pack is back. I'm going with G Bizzles. All right, KC versus Pitt. Oh, Steelers. Steelers. Hmm. I'm going to go with Steelers, too, because Big Ben is doing his thing. I think they done shut up the coordinator and doing their own thing. New England versus the Jets. New England highlight film. <laughs> Who hasn't scored this week? I'm going with <laughs> New England. New York Giants versus St. Louis. St. Louis Rams, man. Ray, you're scaring me. 
I'm telling you. All right. Buffalo at Oakland. Oh, Bills. Bills. And I am going to go with the Bills, too. We didn't even mention about Oakland's situation, but anyway, Indy versus Dallas. Man, I'm going to go with them boys right now, man. I'm going with Indy. I knew you was. Arizona and Seattle in Arizona. <laughs> as much as I want the cars, man, Seattle's got that. It, I think Arizona has it's too much to overcome with the quarterback situation, not a strong running game, and Ellington out. Denver versus Cincinnati. Uh, going with the Broncos, man. I'm going with Denver too, and uh, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good week. It's going to be a good week of football. Yeah, uh, are you? What are you doing this weekend? You going to the Bears Detroit game? Nah, man, it's my birthday weekend, so I'm gonna we got we got dinner and doing all the all that stuff. I'm excited, man. The big four zero. I hear you, old dirty. Anyway, <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh I think I'm going to go ahead and check out uh, the Cars versus Seattle today, uh, this weekend. But, man, Ray, it's always a pleasure, homeboy. I'm glad I got to spend some time with you, and I will see you next week in that freezing cold. And uh, all of our peeps out there, uh, tune in. We will talk to you next week. I'll give you the one, two, three, and peace. Peace. All right, we're just about out of here, but make sure you come on back next Wednesday at 6 p.m. East, 3 p.m. West for another edition of The Man Cave with J.D. Harris and Ray Austin on the Voice America Sports Channel. See you soon. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.